Warning. Listening to the following podcast may result in Disney addiction. User discretion is advised. Hello, it's Ashton. And it's Kate. And welcome to Dose Dose of of Disney. Disney. So we have a very, very exciting episode. We are doing Disney conspiracy theories, which I don't know if you've, I mean, I'm sure people have heard of like different conspiracy theories, but some of these ones on the list, I hadn't heard or Kate hadn't heard. So they're very fun. Yeah, we definitely saw some that we thought needed investigating. For sure, for sure. And if we go throughout um, this episode and questions pop up, we're definitely going to be doing a deep dive into investigating. Some of these conspiracy theories are actually myths that ended up being debunked. So, of course, we'll let you know all the details. Um, It's important to note that this is going to kick off our spooky season episodes. Um, It's currently... September 24th when we're filming this or recording this and um Focus Pocus 2 comes out in about six days so stay tuned for that episode we're going to be reviewing the sequel to Hocus Pocus uh we plan on watching it together all that fun stuff um but yeah you can expect more spooky season episodes from us up until Halloween yeah so everyone loves spooky season I love spooky season so I'm super excited to do these spooky season fall autumn themed podcast episodes yes and today is the perfect day we've got the fall candles going it's nice rainy and gloomy outside so Mm-mm. i feel like the vibes are here for sure yes if i wasn't watching like spooky disney movies i would definitely be watching twilight right now <laughs> i say we jump into it what do you think I think we're ready. Okay. The first one on my list, which this was when I was like, what in the world? (laughs) There is a theory that the giant turkey legs that you can find in Disney World, maybe in Disneyland too, those giant turkey legs are actually made of emu meat. I had never heard this one. No, me neither. (laughs) Um, This is like a completely separate topic, but like who actually eats the turkey legs? Like I think those are the worst snack in Disney World. I've never had them. No. I feel like, no. Just no. When I'm in, I don't crave a turkey leg when I'm in Disney. No, not really. It feels like it's too heavy to be eating on those hot, long days. (laughs) It just feels wrong. Um, It has been proven to be false. Um, The turkey legs are, are actually made of turkey meat. Specifically male turkey legs because they're bigger than the females but the way this was kind of debunked was if it was emu meat an emu leg would be a lot bigger than the turkey legs are yeah that would make sense since they're like three times their size for sure for sure um so that one has been debunked but i thought that was so interesting and kind of nasty yeah my question is where did that ever like why do we have that theory I don't know because where where would they That's get what I'm an saying. emu? Yeah, I mean, do they have emus in Animal Kingdom? Were they saying that maybe they take the emus that are like living in the parks and like, oh, this dude's he's too old. Let's cut him up. Let's go and, and make some snacks. <laughs> and make some snacks. Yeah, that seems a little sus to me. So I'm glad it's false. I mean, not that I eat the turkey legs anyways, but it would have felt even more wrong. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kate, you take us away on the second one. This one I actually had heard before, and it's that Disney will not pronounce anyone dead on Disney property, so that way they can say they've never had anyone actually die on Disney property. 
very interesting. And Disney property is a wide, like a yeah. vast array of dif- different properties. So I think this is very interesting. It makes a lot of sense, it though. Does. It does check out. So the reason why people like kind of believe this, it hasn't really been debunked or proven. It's kind of in that like limbo stage. Mm-hmm. But um, there have been a lot of really serious injuries and even deaths at Disney World. And uh, just like a little warning, we are going to be talking a little bit about some darker subjects like death and, you know, suicide. So right. if this is too much for you, go ahead and maybe, you know, skip ahead a few or just, you know, maybe come back later to a new episode. Right. So kind of going off of that, in 1992, there actually was um, a case where in Epcot, a man did commit suicide. Right on, outside yes, of Epcot. Right outside of Epcot Center. And was it after like a bad breakup? It was. So apparently mm. he just had a really bad, rough breakup and was so distraught. He First of all, did he get broken up? I think this is important. Did he get broken up with in Epcot? I mean, I don't know for sure, but the way it sounded, I feel I like feel it was like yes. that makes sense. Who breaks up with somebody in Epcot? I don't know. I mean, it's just a cool, first of all, it's a weird place to be like discussing relationship matters. Maybe it was like a proposal, a proposal gone wrong, maybe. Oh, yeah. Because there are so many Disney proposals. That it, I was proposed to. But it was cute. <laughs> it was cute. That's hilarious. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Because I mean, when I... Think of experimental prototype of tomorrow. Don't think of breaking up with somebody. So that's very interesting. So the reason why this has to do with, you know, the Disney and like the DOA type stuff is apparently the man wasn't pronounced dead until he was already taken to the hospital in the ambulance. So I guess this ties into a lot of other deaths that have occurred so there was a boy who did die from a head injury on the Matterhorn a while ago, and there was a case where um, an 18-year-old boy and his 10-year-old brother were trying to swim across to Tom Sawyer Island in Disney World. Wait, and were they swimming to it, or were they stuck on it and trying to swim back? So both. They swam across to hide there for park closing, ah. and the park closed, and they're trying to get back across to the actual like park grounds. And supposedly, the 18-year-old was trying to help his younger brother get across when he disappeared under the water about halfway across the lake, and his body was found later on. But I guess in this case as well, he wasn't pronounced dead until he got to the hospital. So I don't know if it's more just, this is just a general precaution that, because I do feel like a lot of times, and no matter where you are, you really aren't pronounced dead until you actually get to the hospital. Right. So it could just be that that a lot of businesses and corporations just don't have, like, the authority or, like, the means to actually pronounce someone dead if yeah. they're on that property. And it's just safer and, like, smarter, I guess, financially. I feel and- like it makes sense for Disney to wait yeah, until they're off property. But that doesn't mean that deaths have not occurred at Disney. And a lot of it is, stu- like... Just stupid things like the Matterhorn one. A man stood up on the ride. Why would you stand up on the Matterhorn? I don't know. Intense. I don't know. And why would you swim to Tom Sawyer's Island? I mean, I get the appeal, but like, you know, let's maybe not do that. Um. So the next one we have is that there is a dome surrounding Disney World that helps control Earth's elements. All right. Do you want to do you want to explain uh, what, like what that means a little bit? Because yeah. I got a lie when I first heard this. 
I did not know what you were talking about. So there's this theory that Disney World is covered by a dome of, like, just a dome, a clear dome. And that way that we can control the temperature, the weather, all that good stuff in Disney World so that it's never bad weather in Disney World. And I can 100% say that this is not true. I don't think there's ever been, like, one person whose entire Disney trip was perfect weather. Yeah. I do think, however, Walt had the idea of doing that. You think he had the idea? I'm pretty sure it was, like, because I'm pretty sure he had, like, like he had that in his plans, but just we never got around to it, or it just wasn't practical. I mean, I guess in 19, like, the 1960s, it wasn't unheard of for people to have, like, really crazy, far-fetched ideas, because... I mean, Disney World itself is a crazy, it far-fetched is. idea. But I think it... It would make sense because, you know, he was very inventive when it came to Tomorrowland and he had a lot of ideas for how the future would look. Well, a lot of people in the space age had an idea on how the year 2000 and up, how that would all look. And of course, it's like nothing like what they imagined, but they still had some far out ideas. But I think it would be absolutely crazy to have a device that controls Disney weather. It's true. Wait, he actually thought of that? Yep, it says oh. Hollywood star Kurt Russell has shed light on long-lost plans drafted by Walt Disney World himself for a futuristic residential district under a giant climate-controlled dome in Orlando, Florida. And it says the plan was announced in a video presentation by Walt Disney himself that was filmed in October 1966. Okay, so yeah, the Kurt Russell from Overboard, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 has confirmed that Walt Disney was going to create a weather-controlling dome. But it, it's not there right now. No. But it, it was a plan at one point. Okay, so the next one is one I think we've all kind of heard of or had some kind of vague idea about, and that was Walt Disney is buried under the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland. Caribbean. Okay. <laughs> Our last episode has this. Is it our last episode? Yeah, yeah, the Top Ten Magic Kingdom episode. Yes, it has a poll where you can say if you say Caribbean or Caribbean, and you should go take the poll because it's definitely Caribbean. It's Caribbean. So um, we need you guys to settle this argument on how you pronounce it yes. because we are at war. Yes. All right, so back to Walt Disney. So apparently when he died, his body was placed under the ride. Or that, wait, okay, did the ride come first or did they build the ride over his body? think he was alive when Pirates of the Caribbean was completed in Disneyland. That would make sense. So I guess they would have consciously put him under that ride. Mm-hmm. So why why would they decide on that ride? Like, why not like well, a more... I know, which, by the way, if you haven't watched Behind the Attraction on Disney+, Plus, it's super good. You should definitely watch it. But I know during the Haunted Mansion episode, like, the reason Haunted Mansion took forever to like become a thing in Disneyland was because they wanted pirates done first. You're right. So Didn't he pass away he... before it was ever completed? Yeah. Or no, it was he passed away before the one in Disney World was completed, right? I don't think he ever saw the one. Oh. Okay. No, yeah, he would passed away before the one oh. in Disneyland was completed too. That's sad. It's like it's such a good ride. I think so too. But anyway, so yeah, I think this one has definitely been debunked because I read that he actually passed away from lung cancer, and he was then cremated afterwards. Yeah, so definitely not buried under the Pirates yes. of the Caribbean ride. But 
Still an interesting theory. The next one is Timmy in the Haunted Mansion in Orlando. Kate, tell us a little bit about Timmy. So I hadn't heard about this one literally until like maybe a couple months ago. And that is supposedly there is a, a, a ghost of a boy named Timmy who haunts Haunted Mansion in Disney World Orlando. And that multiple guests and even cast members have reported seeing Timmy. And I think it's kind of a thing with the cast members that they will try to talk to Timmy or, you know, try to like see him or meet him and kind of like treat him like, you know, a nice little citizen. <laughs> yeah, I had never heard of this one until Kate brought it up, but I did look it up, and that is a theory that Timmy haunts the Haunted Mansion, and he's a little boy, and guests have seen him, and there was even a picture on the article, and I mean, you know, you can't tell if it's photoshopped or not, but it looks like a ghost of a little boy, so yeah. if you go to Disney World in Orlando and ride the Haunted Mansion, let us know if you see Timmy. Keep your eye out. I've heard, I think the most common place where people see him is right at the end when you're like supposedly having oh, a hitchhiking like ghost. Hurry back. Yeah. That's what the, that's what the uh, article said. Yeah. So whenever you get towards the end of the ride, keep your eyes peeled for a real life ghost hitchhiker. And on that note, Ashton, do you want to take us into another Disney World ghost that has been seen? Yes. So I don't know if he's been seen, okay. but it's 100% a thing. So cast members who work on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disney World Orlando, whenever they open the ride in the morning, they say, good morning, George. And whenever they close the ride at night, they say, good night, George. Now, this is because during the construction of Pirates of the Caribbean in Orlando, there was a worker named George, and I think he fell off of something. I don't know, but he passed away, and that's what they do now. They say, good morning, George, and good night, George. And you're probably wondering, okay, like, this is just a thing they do. But it's said that if they don't do those, like, in their respective order, then they have issues with the ride all day. So here's what I think we should do is next time one of us is in the parks, we need to find a cast member at that ride and ask them if they have said hello to George that day. Get the real inside scoop on George and on Timmy. Yeah. I think we need to go interview some cast members. I think so too. I think that would be good. We can do that on our upcoming trip. All right, so Ashton, we're about halfway into the episode. Do you want to share the big news? Yes, I'm so excited. Your ladies from Dose of Disney. Ashton and Kate are taking a trip to Walt Disney World in Orlando, January. I know. I'm so excited. It kind of felt like a last minute thing, but I am so pumped and I'm so ready to be there. We got the idea with last week's episode of the Top 10 Things for Magic Kingdom. We were both just so excited. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's go on a trip. The podcast needs it. <laughs> Yeah, Ashton is so great. She is using all of her like crazy Disney perks to get us in at Saratoga <laughs> Springs. So we're so yes. excited. I'm a DVC member, so or my grandma is a DVC member. So shout out to Nana. We love Nana. So we're using some of those points to stay at the hotel. Um, yes, and if you guys would like to send us money to pay for our park tickets, that's great. If you want to do that, yeah, we'll just like toss our Venmos in there, like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we're so excited. We have so much fun content coming up with like preparing for the trip. And then there will be like a whole thing after our trip, just 
you know, talking about the different things we did. And it will all be vlogged on my YouTube channel. So I'll, um, I guess, link that whenever it comes up. I'm very excited for the trip and for Ashton's upcoming YouTube channel. Woo! Yay! So diving into our next one. This one says that Walt Disney haunts the apartment in Disneyland. And what we mean by that is there's like a little, is it a firehouse now? Well, yeah, the apartment's above the firehouse. Right. So if you walk into Disneyland, kind of like when you walk in towards Main Street, I think it's on the right side. There's like a little mm. firehouse. And on the top floor, there's like a little window that has a lamp in the window. And supposedly, Walt Disney would sit there a lot and he would just kind of like watch people come in and out of the park back when he was, you know, still alive in the, like the 60s and whatnot. And supposedly his ghosts can still be seen in the window if you walk by. I think, don't they leave the lamp on? That's what I've heard. Okay, I've heard that they leave the lamp on all the time. But that's interesting. It is. I, mean, I think it's kind of like cute and sad on the same level. Yeah, like he's watching over his park. Walt seemed like a really cool guy. He did. I mean, I do kind of have beef with him. This really isn't like a conspiracy theory because it has been like 100% proven. But... I forget. I think it's called Nature. There was like some documentary that came out back, you know, a few decades ago about just like the environment and nature and all these cool animals and plants. And have you ever heard the saying that, you know, lemmings will jump off a cliff if the population gets too big or if one of them jumps off a cliff, they're all going to go jump off the cliff. Have you heard of that? Yeah. So this theory actually came about when... Walt Disney was filming that documentary mm -hmm. because they would go and find these little populations of lemmings and herd them off of cliffs. Oh. And it has actually been caught, like, on video of them herding these cute little defenseless animals off a cliff. And we, as a society, have, like, completely forgot about that and now believe that lemmings are these little, like, you know, herd animals that will just do whatever one of them does. And I think it's so sad. Like, it broke my heart when I heard that. Didn't he? He filmed that documentary before Disneyland was a thing. And then when he was coming up, like, with ideas for attractions, that's how Jungle Cruise came about. It was? was he, yeah, he went back to, like, his right. filming. I watched this on Behind the Attraction. Again, you should go watch it. I love um, it. But that's how, like, Jungle Cruise, that idea came about was his background in, in nature like that. But that's a very interesting fact. I still think he had a lot of great accomplishments. But that one thing makes me so mad. <laughs> oh, the lemmings. Okay, so kind of going back to the haunting of rides, it is said that a former employee haunts the Tower of Terror in Disney World. I had not heard this one. Me neither. Very interesting. Apparently, this employee had a heart attack while he was, like, working on the ride. The old folktale um, says that the cast member, like, he was the bellhop, he passed away in front of the guests after loading them on Platform D from a heart attack. So now, to all of the other employees, Platform D is, like, the spooky zone. Have you ever ridden the ride on Platform D? I don't know. I don't think I've paid attention to the platform. I think I've only ridden, like, the first two, like, when you walk in, like, on the left side of the loading dock. So mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever been in Platform D. I feel like I might have been. It's, I've ridden it so many times. I'm sure I have. We will add it to our to-do list yes, when we go to Disney World. Yes, it will be our to-do list is to ride Platform D. 
and see if we can get the inside scoop on the ghost of the employee. We will also be confirming whether or not the right side or the left side of Space Mountain is better. I have heard this debate for so long, and I've ridden both sides, but I can't remember. I, wrote, I think we need to ride them back to back so you're that right. we can adequately compare them. But yes, it is said that this employee haunts the Tower of Terror and that other employees now consider Platform D the spooky zone. So I think what we're like noticing is that the current employees of Disney World are feeding into these like conspiracy theories. Almost like a tradition of sorts. Yeah. Like, you know, especially like DCP members when, you know, you're young, yeah. it's your first time working at Disney World. It's really exciting. And then like imagine this like, you know, long time you know, employees like, oh, by the way, Platform D is haunted. But I think it's also like camaraderie sort of thing. Okay, so the next one is, now this one has been proven. And it is that there is a basketball court inside the Matterhorn ride in Disneyland. I did not know about this. I didn't know it was a thing. Kate brought it up. And I was like, what are you talking about? Apparently, there's an actual basketball court inside right. of the Matterhorn. So I heard that when they were building the ride, they kind of just built like a small, I think it was like less than a half court size basketball court, mm -hmm. but just for the employees to kind of mess around, take some free throws and kind of, you know, let off some steam. And they didn't tear it down when they were completing the ride. So it's still there. You, you can't see it, but it's still there. Yeah. Very cool. All right, y'all. This is a big one. Is Walt Disney's head frozen and kept in the... Utilidors. It's said, I mean, if you don't know what the Utilidors are, they're underground tunnels that the cast members go through to get to different sides of the park. But it is said that Walt Disney's head is kept in the Utilidors. It's frozen and kept in the Utilidors under the park. The idea was that Walt had said, okay, when I pass, freeze my head. And whenever cloning is a thing you can unfreeze my head and use it to clone me. Is it actually on file? Or, like, is there an actual report of him saying that? I don't think so. I don't know. Which, by the way, this is not true. It's definitely not true. That his yes. head is not frozen underneath there. As we mentioned before, he was cremated. Yes. But that's how the theory goes, is that he was like, okay, whenever... I think it's, like, cloning, whenever that's a thing. Well, like I know that. cloning kind of is a thing. Like, you know... um, I've, you know, heard about in my science classes that there was a case of Dolly, the sheep, who was cloned, but it there was too many genetic issues and the sheep clone wasn't able to survive for that long. So I think it can be done, but science isn't where it needs to be to actually have a successful, good working condition clone. So, remix on this whole thing. Apparently, it's his entire body <gasps> that is claimed to be frozen. It's claimed to be cryogenically frozen. And it's not to, like, clone him. It's to resurrect him. <gasps> so, they would actually use his body and, like, yeah. perform, like, a Frankenstein-type deal? Yeah. To resurrect him. Okay. Well, we have the theory completely wrong. But that's <laughs> what I've always heard the frozen head. I've heard the frozen head. And, okay, random fun fact. If you are ever driving towards Knoxville from Nashville... There is a, you'll pass a sign called Frozen Head State Park. I used to drive up towards like the Knoxville area a lot and I would always pass that sign and I would always think of Walt Disney. Yeah. 
very much so. But this is not true. His body's not frozen. He was actually cremated. But it kind of goes along with our other theory. The theory is that his body was cryogenically frozen so that he could be resurrected, and it was put under the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And there's a theory that they named the movie Frozen. <gasps> no. So that whenever people looked up, like, Walt Disney Frozen, it didn't bring up his frozen body anymore. It brings up the movie. That is interesting that they would kind of, you know, kind of sneaky. Mm-hmm. But it's not true. Walt yeah. Disney is not frozen. Okay, question. Mm-hmm. Would you be pro-freezing Walt Disney or anti-freezing Walt Disney? I don't know. I think the Imagineers have done really well. Because I think the reason I would say, oh, freeze Walt Disney is so that, you know, he could come back and bring us more incredible things. But I think the Imagineers have done a really great job of continuing that legacy. Yeah. Also, I think I should mention, if anybody were to have the idea to freeze themselves so that when like resurrecting becomes a thing they can be resurrected i feel like it definitely would be walt disney that would be like oh yeah this is gonna become a thing freeze my body so that whenever this happens you can bring me back i feel like walt disney would definitely be that kind of person but we know that he already had some crazy ideas that were very technologically advanced even for like the 60s yes and all of them came true well, almost all not the the dome but that dome that could happen it could happen at some point um, this next one is that Disney controls your mind with sense. This is kind of true. It is kind of true. It's, yes, there are some definite, you know, marketing gimmicks with the sense, but also, like, don't... it's not complete mind control. Like, no. I mean, if you don't know, Walt Disney, I don't know if Walt Disney came up with this idea himself or if it was like the Imagineers later. It was an Imagineer. I think his name was Bob McCarthy. Okay. And they they came up with the idea. What are they called? Sensitizers? Like sensitizer like or smellitizer? Something like that. But they push out scents in specific areas of the park that correlate with the area you're in so for instance if you're walking down main street you're going to smell like bakery items cookies things like that and uh like when you're in the haunted mansion you're going to smell like musky and all that kind of stuff yeah like an old house yeah um so it helps kind of immerse you in the experience but when it's food, like if you smell oh a bunch of popcorn, like you're going to be like, mm, I really want some popcorn. Let me go buy popcorn. So but like that's smart, though. Yeah. It's not necessarily mind control, but it is influencing. It's just reminding you it's how an good their food is. before influencers were. <laughs> the OG influencer. We have a very fun one for the last one. Hey, you tell us about the last one because this right. is up your alley. <laughs> so I wanted to end like on a good happy note since some of the topics in here were a little bit rougher grim. to touch on. Yeah, grim. A grim grinning, if you will. All right. So my last one was that in Disneyland, there are about 200 cats that live on property. That's crazy. It is. So they're they're actually they're like on purpose. It's not like these are just some stray cats that like wandered in and we can't get rid of them. <laughs> so the Disney employees will actually care for them. They feed them and they even will spay and neuter them. Oh, and it's just like a fun, cute little like thing, you know. I've, I've heard that they don't really come out during the day because they are, you know, kind of nocturnal. So you won't see them as much during the day, especially with the crowds. But at night, they're really often seen. And I know originally, I think the idea was they were supposed to keep, like, the rats and the mice down. But, I mean, let's face it. These cats are living the life. They don't want to focus on hunting mice. These and... are the Aristocats. 
You're right. These are aristocracy cats. Noblemen. I mean, I'm jealous of them. Imagine getting to live in a Disney park rent-free. That's crazy. Okay, I do want to talk about this. Okay. Because it's not necessarily a conspiracy, but, like, I just need to know. If you get to stay in the Cinderella Castle suite overnight, which is a thing, you just, like, you just walk out in the morning and you're just in the park? Like, like how I guess does this so? work? Like, when do you get to go up there and, like... Who keeps you from going down into the park at night? I wonder if they almost kind of have maybe someone else, like like an attendant lives in the castle. Kind of how you, you like check into a hotel. You know, like yeah. you can't just like walk in the castle and be like, hey, yo, I'm staying here overnight. So maybe it's like a, they have like a front desk person. I don't know. Maybe we can, in a future episode, we can dive into Disney resorts and hotels. Yes. And include the castle. Yes. How cool would it be to stay in the castle? So cool. I think it's invitation only. <gasps> no. Yeah, it's invitation How do only. I get one? Like, you can't, like, because originally I thought, like, you had to pay, like, a lot of money to stay in there, but I really think it's only invitation. Mm. Okay. My so, goal in life is to get an invitation. Right. We need to finesse our way into getting an invitation. So what you should do is you should blow up this podcast, blow up my YouTube so that they think that I am a true influencer and let me stay in the castle. Right. We will... Give a shout out to every single person who donates us money and gets us into that castle. We will individually call you out. (laughs) Bribery, yes. I think that is it for Disney Conspiracy episode. Right, and we could have definitely missed some. Yes. I'm thinking maybe for our poll this week, or not our poll, but our our question this week. If you know a Disney Conspiracy that we didn't mention, leave it down in the question. Right, so in the Q&A, if you will. Drop any conspiracy theories on Disney World that we did not mention. For the poll, do you eat the giant turkey legs? The correct answer is no. Thank you very much. We won't judge you, but, but we will judge you. We urge you to say no. <laughs> okay. Well, this episode has been really fun. It's I been really it. fun, but kind of enlightening. Kind of enlightening. <laughs> um, and we are very excited to get into our spooky season episodes this will be very exciting thank you so much for listening we hope that you enjoyed don't forget to go back and watch our other podcasts we've got some really great ones out there and definitely catch us next week for our next episode and we'll We'll see see you real soon. soon